satisfied to you father god that your people will be full that they will be ready for this week so we just thank you and give you glory and honor in jesus name amen, amen. okay i got all my electronic device going proverbs 4 17 through 21 or excuse me 21 to 27 let them not depart from thy eyes, and keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. 23. Keep the heart with all diligency, for out of it are the issues of life. 24. Put away from thee forward mouth and perverse lips, put far from thee. 25. Let thy eyes look not or look right on, and let thy eyelids look straight before thee. 26. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Last verse. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left hand. Remove thy foot from evil. A little bit of Proverbs. We know that Solomon was the majority of the author that wrote the book, and then there's a couple other ones, Arthur and the Mule. But they were wrote it toward the later part of the book of Proverbs. Just give you an idea, insight about the book of Proverbs. This is the book of the wise saying textbook for teaching people how to live godly lives through the repetition of wise thought. Take a note of that. Wise thought. The book is used in very literacy forms such as poem, brief parable, pointed questions. And these are some of the things that we're going to experience when you read the book of Proverbs. But our focus today is in chapter 4, verse 21 through 27. Let's go back to 21. Let them not depart from thy eyes and keep them in the midst of thy heart. See, you have to move forward. If you move forward, there are some things that you need to prepare yourself in order to move forward. But you can't stay in one place in your Christian walk and just think everything is just beautiful. It does not happen. So keep that in mind. So lay them up there, ponder them, often meditate upon them, and do not forget them. That means the Word of God. Let the Word not depart from here. How do you know the Word if you don't go to Bible study? How do you know the Word if you don't read your devotion daily? The devotion daily should be a snack. The Bible is like a dinner meal. So if you can survive on a snack for the whole day to be spiritual, you'll be starving soon. But when you go to Bible study, you'll begin to get more of the food, the meat. If you're a baby in Christ, then you'll begin to give you milk. Because the milk is something that you can be nourished and begin to grow. The meat is the one that's going to give you more 
of the substance to give you strength to overcome. How can you move forward if you don't know the word in your life? We struggle with that. When we struggle and we make mistakes, where's the word? Oh, let me check my heart. There it is. Well, how come you didn't come out? Actually, it came out. So put it back in your heart and begin to apply it. That's hard. But God gives us that choice to either make skills or continue to follow Him. Let's start with the word meditate. Think deeply and focus one's mind for a period of time. When you read your devotion, is it deep thinking? Is it really focused? Or you're on Facebook, wait a minute, let me get in the word here. Oh, I like that picture. Like, oh, let me get back into the word. Is it deep? Is it focused? Or you get a slice of pizza, love that sausage pepperoni. Crunch. Let me get back in the word. Is it where you put everything to the side of any distraction? Now, if you have kids, that's a challenge. But you say, Lord, can you make a way? And then all of a sudden, the kids are all sleeping beautifully. Thank you, Lord. Meditating deeply and focusing on the mind at a period of long time. Do it in silence. You know how people multitask? They got the TV on, the radio on, and you're talking on the phone trying to do the work. You can't do that. You need silence in your life. But sometimes you're in the hustle and bustle of the day, of the agenda, and your chores, and your errands in life. You can still have a relationship with the Lord. But when you're quiet, sitting down on a chair, just like this. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Put the phone on silence. Don't even let it vibrate. Because it vibrates. First thing, you're going to go like this. In the name of... Bzz. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, Father God. Who's that? I'll, I'll be with you in a minute. I'm in prayer. Where was I, Lord? Where's the silence in your fellowship with the Lord? Okay, let me get back up. I was getting comfortable there for a second. Listen, when you begin to spend time, there's silence in your surrounding. you got to make and create the silence. Vibrate silent. Don't put on vibrate because you can get all kinds of noise. And then the last part of that, do not forget the word. The hardest part for me to be patient with the kids is simple. That's my challenge. Me, I'm very meticulous. At 8.45, get ready to load up the van. 
at 9 o'clock, we're going to get ready. By 9.30, we should be here. By the way, Brother Danny and Liz already set up the tent. They beat us to the punch. But my point is, I'm very regimented, but for me to be patient, there's a saying, Lord have mercy on them. Because we don't have patience. So I'm learning to make that relaxed reaction. Oh, you guys not ready yet? Okay, hurry up. No, not me. There's intensity in there. Hurry up! The kids know how I talk. Hurry! You know why? Because if they don't hurry, we're late. And if we're late, then we're really late. Because if I don't say that, then we're kind of like in, a, in limbo. So have that silence in your life and be regimented to spend that time, shut off the stuff, and don't... Just put a do not disturb sign in the bathroom. When you start to feel out of control, we forget about the word. I think that's key for all of us as to be successful Christian and to walk that holy life and to display it as the word begins to be suppressed. You know the word. I hear you guys quote scriptures all the time. But where's the application in the doers of the word? You can't be hypocrites. I was a hypocrite. I kept saying, yeah, holy is thou. I know the word of God. And then all of a sudden they see me doing something that's double standard. See? Where's the word that it actually is living in you that is open when you're ready to either explode, lose your self-control, lose your temper, everything. Here's the, re here's the um, reaction. Make use of the time. Spend that time meditating on the word. Speak the word out loud to reassure yourself to get back on track. Uh-oh. I just gave you one-on-one. Verse 22. For they are life unto those that find them and help to all their flesh. Here's the benefit. The benefit of having the word in you constantly. Longevity of life. Some people don't want to live long life. They said, Lord, take me at 50 and I'm gone. I already passed that. Lord, take me at 60. I'm not there yet. It gives you longevity. Look at this one. Health. There was a time I go, Lord, why am I so sick? Well, stop shaking everyone's hand. The next month you start getting a sniffle. It's the recovery of your sickness. Lord, I'm sick. I'm in this world. There's a bunch of that. It's how fast you recover. God gives you that help. You honor God through His Word and put Him deep in your heart and penetrate it deep in there. Then when it comes to your health, when it comes to the longevity, it's there. That's the benefit of the Word. You won't know yet because some of you guys are young. Wait till you reach... Well, my age. 
So there's benefit of health and life, and you can have it. Apply the word. Put the heart, put the word in your life daily. That's why I said the word constantly. Verse 23. Keep the heart with all diligency. I put that in yellow. Diligency. For out of it are the issues of life. Let's talk about the word diligency. Here is the definition. Careful and persistent works or efforts. So there's a lot of effort involved of being diligent. Like Brother Danny is, is very diligent in regards to the ministry of the radio and putting that together. I wouldn't know what to do about that. That's his gift. That's his expertise. And that's a blessing to have that. Diligency is be persistent. What is persistent? Continually to be firmly to have that action to continue to do, 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 do. Here's the application. Keep the word in your heart. Be persistent. That means firmly and consistent and meditating on the word day and night. Guys, we hear it all the time, but the question is, are we really doing that? Are you? Answer that quietly. Do you really spend a consistent, quiet time with the Lord? Sometimes we get slip-ups. Sometimes we get hiccups. Sometimes we do a boo-boo. When those things happen, what was the turning point of us doing that? If the Lord lives in us and the Word is alive, where's the application when it comes to trying to pass the test with flying colors? Where's the Word? If I get upset with Brother Danny, what happened to me with the Word? I've been preaching the Word for years, but the point is, sometimes it slips. And then I say, Lord, forgive me. But some people don't even think about that, and that a week later, the Holy Spirit said, hey, what happened to you last week? And then you didn't think about it until a week later. See, there's no conviction. So when we do things, there's a conviction in your life. Well, that's how close you'll be with the Lord. The application, meditate on it, word day and night. I think one of the kids had a devotion. I don't know who it was. Maybe TJ or Bella. It's, I said in regards about spending your time or knowing the Word. I said, in the morning, you say, good morning, Lord. May there be a blessed day. Begin to pray. By afternoon, Lord, what do you want me to speak to somebody to proclaim the gospel? By evening, Lord, thank you for having a safe traveling mercy. What about in between the 9 to 12, 12 to 3, 3 to 6? And I said, continue to think and meditate on the Lord in between morning, noon, and evening. So that means constantly throughout the whole day. Don't do this. Lord, thank you. God, may you bless our day, traveling mercy, and it will be a fruitful day. And don't say nothing for two hours. Twelve, three hours. And then 12 o'clock comes, Lord, thank you. May you bless this food, and may I enjoy this lunch. Three hours later, you go to 3 or 4 o'clock. No words. Lord, thank you for giving me traveling mercy. So what happened in between? 
imagine you had a relationship with somebody and you're talking to them in those time frames. What happened in between? So that's what I mean by constant having fellowship and relationship with our God. And if you do that, you'll see a big difference in your life. Longevity all day long. Health, no problem. And God gives you the wisdom to load up on the vitamin C, echinacea, and so far. You know? Instead of shaking hands, do fist punch. Fist punch. Or fist high fives. Don't do that. Then all that turns up. And you're sick the next day. Especially those big viruses that's going. Some of those viruses are killing people. But God is faithful to keep us. Amen? Verse 24. Put away. Look at that. Instructions. Put away from thee forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee. Let's start with the word put away. Your mind must be made up. Put it away. Your heart must be ready for the change. Once you have the mindset ready, then you put away the perverse lips begins. Remember, you need the help by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, if you don't have a made up mind, then how are you going to put it away? If you don't have a game plan, how are you going to achieve it? If you don't set goals, Lord, I want to be free from cursing, even little curse words. Oh, blank. Or when you get upset and you don't get a word, oh, blankety, blank, blank, blank. There's a whole bunch of curse words. We're not exempted. We know those words. We know how to say it. The question is, can you control yourself? Or you say some evil stuff. That's the perverseness. Okay, remember, you need the power of the Holy Spirit to go through it. Some of us think negative. We're talking about Christian. We're not talking about the unbelievers. They're going to do what they want to do. Why we're peculiar and we're unique and different? Because we're set apart. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. Jesus was unique. He did things out of the ordinary because he's God. How would you put mud in someone's eye and be healed? I saw somebody in television punch somebody in the stomach and he had a cancer. He just went. And the guy was healed. What I'm saying is peculiar because we are because of God. It's unique, so we are unique. So remember, it's by the power of the Holy Spirit for you to overcome. Stop thinking negative. Don't give ill feeling toward other people. We're Christians. Don't be undercover CIA. You know what that means? You're out and demonstrating that you're holy than thou. But inside there's all kinds of wickedness going on. But everyone said, wow, she's so happy. But inside there's all kinds of evilness ready to strike because of what they did to us. That's why the title is Move Forward. If you keep looking like the lady of Lot's wife, God said, do not look back to that sinful town. And when she did, what happened? What's the result? She turned into a 
Pillar of salt. In other words, she got pulverized. And her body showed the salt at the bottom. That's no joke. So if God tells you to turn, you better turn this way. Don't turn back. You know why she turned back? Because she loved that part of the sin. See? I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom, but I have to tell you the truth. How do you think I get set free? By the truth. The perverse live of a person that are actions showing the deliberate abstained desire to behave in a way that's unreasonable, unacceptable, often in spite of consequences. In other words, you're doing all kinds of ungodly things. Turn away from it and do what's right and good. Corrupt is improper and it's incorrect. That's the way that we were prior to being saved. If we're born again, we're new creatures in Christ Jesus. Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Here's the application. Stop doing evil, get out of your flesh, and get in the spirit. Remember I was giving a demonstration of <coughs> being silent? And you have all these disturbances? Because you're getting a flesh, you, you want to know. You want to know who's texting you. You want to know who liked on Facebook. Okay? It's important that you remember to have self-control. The nine fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. I think we go over this quite a bit throughout the year because it's needed for us to remind ourselves. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And if you guys can remember to apply that, then you'll see how your life begins to bloom. Don't expect someone to give you a pat in the back. Great job. Remember, it's not you. It's Christ living in you. Okay? So it's not you to expect the compliment. Actually, if someone compliment me about the teaching, I just say, thank you, Lord. Because to be honest, He's the one that performed this. I'm just a vessel that said, yes, Lord, use my lips, my mind, and my heart to release your word. That's all about that. I hear it all the time. Pastor goes, man, that was a powerful anointed blah, blah, blah. You know what I say? I don't get caught off guard and say, well, thank you very much. Yes. Peace. No. Glory to God. If it wasn't for Him, I wouldn't be up here. It wouldn't be nobody. I'm nobody, by the way. But with Christ, I'm somebody. So you guys got to think that. Well, God gave me a physique body for the men. Or at least we try to be physique. But guys, just remember to always give God the glory for everything we do. And operate in those nine fruit of the Spirit. Verse 25. Let the eyes look right and let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Here's the punchline right here. If nothing else got in your head, here it is. 
And that, verse 25, here's the exhortation. Pay attention. Forgiveness is needed to move on. Let me pause there for a second. If I say I forgive sister and I forgive brother, after you say that, there should be no reaction. Watch. She stepped on my left toe, he stepped on my right toe, and they hurt. Because my bunions is underneath that, that makes it even harder. So all of a sudden, I forgive you, sis, and I forgive you, brother. Now watch what happens. This is the tendency of Christians. Something goes to your mind. He said, remember what she did? Remember what he did? And then what? Here's the, here's the fall of man of sin. God said not to do that. God said, I forgive you your sin. If you don't forgive, then I don't forgive you. There is a condition. And then all of a sudden, that thought comes, and then you begin to have this emotion starts to... Watch this. You're calm, and all of a sudden the thought comes, and you meditate on the thought. Watch this. And now if they took a, a, a vital sign, everything went up. Your BP went up, your respiration went up, your pulse rate went up, and your everything went up. Is that right? Pulse, respiration, and blood pressure. It goes up because of that meditation. And you just told God I forgave her. You loop back to it. If the enemy is subtle back in the garden, he's subtle in the 21st century. Don't take that lightly. That's a serious matter. When people hate you because they know, because you know Christ lives in you. They're going to do evil to you. They're going to ride you under the bus. They're going to tarnish your name. They're going to say all kinds of things. That's why I struggle in my work because you know why? Being in the construction field, they're jealous of you. You work so hard. And then all of a sudden they give a bad report to the owner and then the owner tells me, oh Nick, you got no more work. What happened, Lord? And I'm trying to do an honest living. See, when people do that, don't get bad and mad. Say, Lord, you have a better place for me. See, that's the attitude they have with humility. But sometimes I express to my wife and say, honey, I don't get that. Why not the Lord fighting my battle? And the Lord will quicken me and say, because that's not your final destination. You're just going through the motion right now because this is the destination that I need you to be. So remember that. Listen, forgiveness is needed to move on. Move forward in life. That's the punchline. To forgive the past is not easy. The scars are there. But there's healing and allow God to heal you in the name of Jesus. Look straight ahead and fix your eyes on what lies before you. Oh, listen to this. Guys, I sense God's presence. Hallelujah. God's plan and the purpose to do His kingdom work to be wiser than before. You can't do it on your own, but with Christ I can do all things. 26. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Listen to this. See, that's the beauty about the Lord's revelation. He gives you that for the right exhortation for that right scripture. 
Verse 26, exhortation is this. If true north points to heaven, climb that ladder. Continue to go straight up, walk on that narrow path, and the only path, not everyone will make it. You should have a boo-boo face by now. Listen to this. Matthew 7, 13 and 14. And Jesus saying this in red. This is a hearken. That means pay attention. Enter ye in the straight gate. Verse 13 on chapter 7 of Matthew. For gate wide is the gate. And broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there will go there. So not everyone's going to be saved. But the thing is, you don't know who's going to be saved. You know you're saved, but you don't know if your cousin's going to be saved. Or your sibling. Or your first and second and third cousins. Listen to verse 14. This is the good news. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. Few there will find it. That's a powerful scripture there. So you should get busy and tell somebody about Jesus. What do you think Joy said about when we go to Mountain High? We're praying for that snow. If there is no snow, we at least got the the man-made snow. We can still do the inner tube and stuff like that. I'm going to make some snowballs and I'm going to throw it at you guys. I'll make sure it's not too hard. Because that, you know, I'll make sure it's fluffy and I hit you and then you go, what was that? Application to verse 26. Here it is. Mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on that safe path. Your choices, listen, hearken, your choices in life is only for you to choose. Choose eternal life, fear God, for He is full of power, glory, and creator of all. He's worthy of all praises. Amen? Amen. Here's the last verse. Turn not to the right. Oh, look at the instructions. Turn not to the right, turn not to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. I have to scratch my head. I'm not itching, but I need to scratch my head to let you know that. How can I do that? Here it is. We might deviate from the narrow path ever so often as long as we continue to fellowship. There is the condition with God in our daily devotion and throughout the day hanging with strong believers I guarantee this if you haven't experienced it watch I had some people that I thought they, they they were strong in their faith after I hung out with them they start telling me some stuff that I didn't want to hear I said what you know guy talking they talk that women's the same way guys talk go yeah I'm going out this weekend I got this girlfriend I'm dating Man, it's going to be a big weekend. I go, I don't even need to know that. That's between you. You're a Christian, right? You better put on that ring first. Hanging out with strong believer is key. 
try to hang out with weak believers. Try it. And guess what happens? You ever seen a rich person a rich person hanging out with a poor person? Have you ever heard that in the business? Anybody? Unless you go to a seminar. My point is, I've met millionaires. And you know who they hang out with? Successful people. Whether they're billionaires or millionaires. So hang out with strong believers. Going to church and going to Bible study. Now listen to this. Did you guys get that last part? Going to church and going to Bible study and hanging out with strong believers. Be serious with your walk. The Holy Spirit is always comforting you, teaching you, and most of all, convicting you of your sin. Especially what you did wrong. In closing, the theme of the month of February is forgiveness. In order to forgive, the Word of God should be alive in you. That means Jesus is in your heart. The Word, of, the word has transformed you and the Holy Spirit is teaching you and reminding you to live holy. So let the Spirit of God reign in you. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the word, how it just ministered to our hearts and remind us of how to live our life and how to move forward. Because life is not easy and life is not fair. But God, you gave the example of how your son Jesus had to die on the cross. And during that time prior to dying on the cross and being crucified, he got whipped, he got beat, he was threatened for his life. And God and these other people are supposed to be Christian and they want to threaten Jesus because he walked in his glory and his power and taught the word with wisdom. I pray, Father, that we have the wisdom of God. And I pray, Father, that even the people that betrayed us or hurt us, we can still move forward, but we need to be healed from our scars. And Lord, continue to guard our hearts so in the future we can be wiser than the last time. So we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen.
Okay, I got all my electronic device going. Proverbs 4, 17 through 21. Or excuse me, 21 to 27. Let them not depart from thy eyes, and keep them in the midst of thy heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. 23. Keep the heart with all diligency, for out of it are the issues of life. 24. Put away from thee forward mouth and perverse lips, put far from thee. 25. Let thy eyes look not, or look right on, and let thy eyelids look straight before thee. 26. Ponder the path of thy feet, and let all thy ways be established. Last verse. Turn not to the right hand, nor to the left hand. Remove thy foot from evil. A little bit of Proverbs. We know that Solomon was the majority of the author that wrote the book, and then there's a couple other ones, Arthur and the Mule. But they were wrote it toward the later part of the book of Proverbs. Just give you an idea, insight about the book of Proverbs. This is the book of the wise saying, textbook for teaching people how to live godly lives through the repetition of wise thought. Take a note of that. Wise thought. The book is used in very literacy forms such as poem, brief parables, pointed questions. And these are some of the things that we're going to experience when you read the book of Proverbs. But our focus today is in chapter 4, verse 21 through 27. Let's go back to 21. Let them not depart from thy eyes and keep them in the midst of thy heart. See, you have to move forward. If you move forward, there are some things that you need to prepare yourself in order to move forward. But you can't stay in one place in your Christian walk and just think everything is just beautiful. It does not happen. So keep that in mind. So lay them up there, ponder them, often meditate upon them, and do not forget them. That means the Word of God. Let the Word not depart from here. How do you know the Word if you don't go to Bible study? How do you know the Word if you don't read your devotion daily? The devotion daily should be a snack. The Bible is like a dinner meal. So if you can survive on a snack for the whole day to be spiritual, you'll be starving soon. But when you go to Bible study, you'll begin to get more of the food, the meat. If you're a baby in Christ, then you'll begin to give you milk. Because the milk is something that you can be nourished and begin to grow. The meat is the one that's going to give you more of the substance to give you strength to overcome. How can you move forward if you don't know the Word in your life? We struggle with that. When we struggle and we make mistakes, where's the Word? Oh, let me check my heart. There it is. Well, how come you didn't come out? Actually, it came out. So put it back in your heart and begin to apply it. That's hard. But God gives us that choice. 
to either making skills or continue to follow him. Let's start with the word meditate. Think deeply and focus one's mind for a period of time. 